Hey everybody, in this episode of the Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be talking about all this latest weekend's box office, including the disappointing results in King Arthur. Woo, we really overshot the target. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This is the show, of course, where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to delay it every time now, I feel. Uh, prognosticate. Oh, oh wow, hey, a lot of people talking, I like it. But we need to make that. that chat bigger, because man, you guys are talking it up, I love it. Do it, do it, do it. Yes, we prognosticate about the week that was. Yes. I'm one of your host, Frank Moran, you can follow me on Twitter and the Instagram, at Happy Good Jackie. Awesome. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Carrie. You can find me online at Carrie Deline. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-E-N-E. And we are, uh, if you didn't quite catch what I was talking about, we do have a live chat, which everybody's talking up already, which is great. And if you're not watching this live, comment down below on the video. Look at that, folks. And, of course, yeah. always you can uh, give us those five stars on iTunes. Uh, like us on Facebook. Also, you know, uh, uh, you know, just hop in the chat, guys. That's what you've been doing. Thumbs up on YouTube. You oh, always do forget that. that. I always forget that. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'm sorry. Give us a thumbs up. Just do it. Yes. Why not? You're right there watching it anyway on YouTube. Why not just give it a thumbs exactly. up? Exactly. That's what I do. I'm like, like. There you go. Yeah. That's the least you could do. Uh, so we're going to uh, just jump right into it. Of mm-hmm. no surprise for uh, last week, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 still going strong. Oh, yeah. Uh, drop a fifty eight percent, but still, I mean, it's uh, it's it was pretty it high to start. So. Yes, so uh, not a problem there. It uh, came in with a uh, another. Oh, I'm sorry, look at that wrong. Point. Another sixty three million dollars there. That's pretty good. Yeah, putting mm-hmm. it uh, so far as of uh, uh, Sunday morning, there are two hundred and forty six million dollars total there domestically. Oh, yeah. So yeah, uh, they're mm-hmm. doing okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, yeah. Random question with that, and Neil, have you pondered this? And this is not a spoiler, guys, so it's, don't worry, because they don't talk about it in the movie at all, but it's one of those moments where you're like, wait. Or like, wait, no. Never mind, I'll have to talk about it after. I was like, wait, maybe that could be something, because you haven't seen the movie at all. Well, no, not really. Could Mantis be his sister? Who's? Um, Quill? Uh, yeah. I don't think so, because Ego said he found... Hmm? Well... But, Think about it, right? It's an interesting pondering thing. Yeah, I guess. But I'd also think that, he, I mean, we had that huge just wasteland was, of... Uh, I was just say, don't say anything. Yeah. I may see it. But it's because she's important. Yeah. You know, uh, it's Carrie, a, I was all, maybe. We'll, yeah. we'll talk more after. But Carrie I thought it was a really interesting question. She mentioned Neil. And, of course, that was my fault for uh, <gasps> I know. Look at you. I was oh. off my game. I was on a sugar high thanks to Carrie Lynn bringing <laughs> some delicious chocolates. Mm. But, of course, the man who without all of this would not be possible. You wouldn't be able to hear it, watch it, enjoy it. Neil Plumley in the booth. Hey, it's me. I'm in the booth. Yay! My name's Neil Plumley. You can find me on Twitter at T-H-E-N-E-I-L-P-L-U-M-L-E-Y. And, boy... Or we off our game. <laughs> it's all right. That's sometimes fun to be off. Oh yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, Twitter enjoys when. Yeah, they, they're, oh, they're big fans. Yeah, big fans. There you go. Uh, coming. No, in, you know you made it when you got the haters. Uh, that's right. Well, I know you did put it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put that post out there yeah. about your handmaiden's tales uh, exploits. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's cute. Someone's like, "Oh, that's your first." I'm like, "Oh no, they're not the first. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't had anything for a while though, so. That's oh, not encouraging you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we care. We need some more haters. All right, let's get on that. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number two was Snatched. 
Surprisingly enough, the Amy Schumer Goldie Hawn film from Fox uh, pulled in seventeen point five million bucks. But that's the one that we're like, well, this Mother's Day weekend, and it could be that comedy that they might like. People go of like, oh, let's watch that. It was one of those, uh, from what I, everything that I was reading and seeing is that uh, uh, reviewed poorly by critics, but seemed to be very positive. Yeah, viewed by fans. So, yeah. I have no interest to see that movie. No, I know. And that's a shame. Uh, uh, well, let's see. I know we already got people in the chat talking uh, about... Uh, like Adelia's comment. Adelia says, so said it last week, Snatch would beat King Arthur. At least the movie knows its market. Oh, wow. I just saw... Uh, at the top, I don't know who said it there in the chat, but R.I.P. Powers Booth. He passed away today? I have not. Oh, my word. That's a shame. I, with this, the last thing that I remember seeing him in was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Uh, last season. Hmm. Good old Powers Booth. Awesome in Tombstone. Uh, Albin says you can skip Snatch. All right. Oh, Albin, you went and saw it? Oh, my word. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. I just... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just watching that trailer, I was like, nope. But I know I have a... In-person comedy's great for me of like, you know, in chatting with people. I think I can be funny sometimes. But watching movies, what I what I find humorous, I've learned, is very particular. Because like, I'll talk to people, I'm like, it wasn't that. And they're like, well, then what do you like? I'm like, well, hold on. I got to think about that for a while then. Can you name me just one comedy that you really enjoy that you even will go back to now to watch because you still enjoy it? I might have to think a while. Okay. Think about it throughout the course of the show. Or it's more like I like when comedy's blended into something else. There's very few like straight comedies where I'm, straight up comedy where I'm like, yeah. Because I know you're not a fan of like the Will Ferrell types of comedy. Uh, I did like old school. Okay. He's better in the ensemble, not the individualist one. So, like, Talladega Nights, not your cup of tea. I didn't see that one. Uh, oh, Step Brothers? No. No? No. I, that, I don't know. I get the, it's been playing oh. a lot on HBO recently. Uh, Legend says, probably the best scenes are in the trailer. I think you're referring to Snatch. Oh, uh, and Alvin said, definitely one is a free library rental, right? Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just. I, uh, I did my train wreck. That wasn't bad. That uh, the I did Schumer like that. That was Bill pretty Hader. good. Yeah. yeah. But from what I've heard, this is no train wreck. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, coming in number three, let's just hop right into it, folks. That mm-hmm. was our, our the the film that was the subject of our box office bet, uh, King Arthur: A Legend of the Sword. Mm-hmm. We all vastly overestimated how much this was going to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It ended up in pulling in fourteen point seven million dollars. Carrie Lane uh, at the at the closest at I think you're forty five, weren't you? I went 45, uh, you went 45, I went 55, and Neil went 60. Oh, I was the lowest, yeah. You were the lowest, so yes. Wow, woo! Yeah, so uh, Neil. So wait, Neil, woo, boy. Yeah. You know I'm what? Gonna, the- I'm going to need to find some time to <laughs> see this movie. You know what's yes. sad, though? I, I still actually want to see it. You yeah. want to go instead of me? We yeah, well, we can go together. Up. We'll watch it, and we'll talk about it. All right, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll make fun of it. 
I like th- how we had talked about me and Frank doing that. That's so. right. That actually I, sounds like a pretty decent time. Frank, you should come too. All right. Yay! Well, all right. We'll do it. We'll do it. Field we'll, trip. It's a family outing. We'll do family a, outing. We'll do King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of the Sword. I mean, I like the way Guy Ritchie shoots stuff. I just, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just feel like the story's not going to do so yeah. well. As Alvin says, uh, just summed up uh, all our thoughts precisely with one word, tanked. Mm. Actually, totally not related but um i saw rental videos that i enjoyed oh i rented stuff i I watched the dressmaker with kate winslet australian film okay not what i expected it's like turns into a weird dark comedy like there are things that happen that are kind of dark but are comedic so it was weird uh but i did enjoy it oh somebody did say uh i think it's binge it Binget says, uh, King Arthur is not a bad movie. Thanks. Good note. See, I'm like, I just don't see it. And then I also watched, um, we talked about this a little day. The other day is uh, I watched uh, The Girl with the, All the Gifts. Yes. Girl with All the Gifts. Gift. I actually really want to see that movie because cool. I, I read the book and I was oh, fascinated by it. And I know it was a book. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not going to, you know, stop your heart or anything, but hmm. it's, it's, it's a pretty decent book and I like the concept. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was a movie already made. And I was like, what? Yes. How come I didn't hear about this? Is it good? Did you like it? I did. It's a little bit of a slow burn, but it is a cool take on zombies. So if you guys have no idea what it is, it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic zombie movie where these children are essentially zombies, but they don't look like zombies. They look like regular kids, and people either cover up their skin or they wear this gel-like lotion to cover up the smell of their skin. But if you, t- like, the guy, there's a scene, he rubs it off and puts it in front of the kid's face. And their zombies are like these, they put, like, if you do the subtitle, it's like chitter. So it's like, chop, 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 with their teeth. Oh. And it's creepy. And But there are regular zombies, too. But uh, I liked it. And then uh, if you're a fan of The Expanse, Dominic Tip- Tipper is in it. Um, Naomi is in it. Not that long. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. It's a, if you like zombie movies, it's a fun one to add to your knowledge oh, all right yeah. i'm excited nice yeah, I, was, I was actually looking forward to uh seeing that when i saw the trailer and then i realized it was like in and out of theaters in like a foreign market like yeah. in a heartbeat yeah so i'm just gonna have to pick it up sometime and watch it but i'm glad you liked it just know it's a slow burn i think you know you it's better when you yeah. go the whole time even though it's a zombie there are moments of tension in general it's slower uh, just hop in the chat right yeah. here because there's some talk uh, about another trailer that released this week is the new uh, trailer for Blade Runner uh, right, 2049. Yeah. And we have Scott Patterson in the chat saying that it has a room produ- uh, production budget of $200 million. Oof. And uh, as Alvin's saying, they might not tank, but they won't make back their money. Mm. Uh, you, uh, they you, said that about Valerian, too, which I'm very, I'm still excited for Valerian. Did both you guys see the trailer? What did you guys think? I actually hadn't gotten to that trailer yet. I have seen the trailer. Mm. What do you think? Now, um, do you think it could make back its money? I think. I think, I don't know, it could fall into that John Carter uh, space where it didn't exactly tank in the box office, but mm. because of, like, mismarketing budgets, it, it definitely tanked financially. Got it. Um, and I, I feel the same way about Valerian. I think it, it could easily fall into that boat, um, especially since it's a it's based on something, but it's not a widely known thing oh, that yeah, it's no. based on, mm-hmm. at least in the, in, the, in the Western world of mm-hmm. movie watchers. But uh, I want to hold out some hope for Blade Runner because, I mean, the first one just freaking blew my mind Yeah. when I, was, when I saw it as a kid. Um, but we'll just, I guess we'll just got to see how it goes. 
Because mm-hmm. uh, interesting, like with Valerian, because uh, the director of that, I mean, he, he usually does. I mean, with like Take It and stuff like that, he does more lower. He, he kind of comes into lower budget for stuff. Well, uh, Luc Besson did yeah. um, Fifth, Element Fifth Element is probably the most like grandiose special effects e thing, but he has been involved with so many other films as well, like District B thirteen. Uh, I think he was also involved with the remake of it here. Um, brick, brick walls? No. Uh, uh, brick Mansions, uh, and which had our actor from Fast and the Furious. Uh, then, yeah, just lots of other movies that are just great action movies. So we'll see. I just don't know how many people know here specifically. Like, if you are a fan of his films, you're like, yes. But I think if someone didn't know them, I think Fifth Element would be the one. They're like, oh, yeah, and the professional. Yeah. And then they go, oh, okay, that guy. But they yeah. still might be like, as long as it doesn't have Chris Tucker in it, it's gonna be a good movie. You hate I can't. That's just it's so yeah. annoying. Nails on a chalkboard. Uh it has a budget of 180 million. Thank you, Sky. So yeah, that might be a little rough then making that money back. Who knows? Well see, it's one of those it might maybe it might do well uh world market. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I think I think globally Cool sci fi? Yeah. It'll mm-hmm. it'll I think it'll play pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Domestically it might be a struggle, but I think you got a good point there, Carrie. But it looks visually really interesting that people, if they're into sci-fi, might be like, oh, okay. You know, even if they don't know anything about it. Yeah, but true, didn't like Jupiter is Falling look kind Jupiter of visually... Jupiter Ascending. Or, or Jupiter Ascending, yeah. that movie was terrible. But no, it it's not. Cool. It's so good. No, no, come on. Yes, I really liked it, actually. But it looked... The trailers made it look cool. There were yeah. some cool elements into it, and yet it just... Mm, oh, it's I a really rough liked one. it. And he ran me with this kind of good. whisper talk throughout the whole movie. Like, oh boy! All right, Eddie. Oh no, I really. Like now, he it. made a choice and he stuck with I it. Like I don't know it. if it was the one I would have made, but mm. uh, yes, uh, oof, yeah, that was a movie that was disappointing, and I wanted to love it so much. I was like, oh man, this is a, an awesome th- thing by the Wachowskis. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm jazzed, and then I was just like, well, now mm. so Wachowski's sisters. That's true. Which love Sense Eight. If you guys aren't watching Sense Eight. But if I just refer to them as Wachowskis or Wachowskis, that's I, fine. That, that's fine, right? Okay. I, if I, if I, it's just I, interesting. I had to explain to a friend. I'm like, well, now they're the Wachowski sisters. That's amazing, though. Yeah. It is really cool. Uh, all right, so. Back I, to the list. Yes. Coming in number four, Fate of the Furious, another $5.3 million. And still going there. Yeah, still, yeah. still going strong. And finally, The Boss Baby from Fox, $4.6 million. Yeah. Yes. Uh, binge it in the chat. Valerian can surprise if it's good. Yeah, I feel that might be a word of mouth one, too. It might be one of those, like, the hardcore fans that know exactly know exactly what it is are going to be like, yes, and then it'll just spread to other people going, no, it's really cool. Uh, Sky Patterson has brought up this several times about uh, Guy Ritchie and him directing uh, the Aladdin live-action mm. version for Disney in 2018. And uh, given his, uh, he's kind of concerned about Guy Ritchie directing that. I think anytime you're making Disney cartoons live action, and the more fantastical it is, the more I'm like, okay. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is too, but um, actually, it's something I don't know if we talked about it before when it was out, but uh, I had a friend bring it up, and I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about it too much when watching it, but when they said it, yeah, people are agree with you in chat. They're like, no, Jupiter Ascending's bad. No, it's yes. so fun. Mm. Um, they'd wish that the Beast had had more practical effects rather than mostly special effects. And I'm like, yeah, you could have done it. They did it in the 80s and it still looked cool on the show. So why didn't you do it with the live action? That's right. Ron Perlman was kicking yeah. butt looking like a, mm-hmm. looking like a beast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't... 
I don't know about uh, this one, especially because I had heard like the rumors that if they're still in, in talks, maybe Will Smith taking over the role of the genie. Right. Yeah, there was that. I'd be like, oh, man, it's going to be tricky. I think it's going to be tough for anybody to yeah. kind of, without, the, the comparisons to Robin Williams are going to be oh, right yeah. there. So, like, I mean, that's the other problem, too, is like, I think Beauty and the Beast, nobody could really, you won't name the real people. You'd be like, who, who are the voices? <laughs> but, you know, specifically Aladdin, like the genie, you know exactly who did those voices. Very true. Kind of idea. Because he did multiple voices while he was doing the genie. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought, and impressions and everything. Yeah. yeah, I can only, well, just, yeah, the genie. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be interested to see what Guy Ritchie does with that. Uh, here we go. Uh, Lee Jen, Jupiter looked terrible, no desire to watch, and not a huge fan of Channing. Oh, fair Aww. enough. Come on. Oh, Alvis is not even worth the free run. Okay, gosh, guys, come on, calm down. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with Alvin there. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was a, that movie uh, oh. was a waste of my time. No, I really liked it. <laughs> but she was, she was, you know, cleaning bathrooms and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and and she loves dogs. She just loves dogs so much. <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> Uh, well, talking about international numbers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, oh wait, and Boss Baby made five. Oh, but yeah, Boss Baby made five million. Still there? Yeah, Boss Baby. I mean, no, it made four point six. Sorry, sorry guys, but I was it's number five on the list. Rounding up, look at that. So uh, the Boss Baby's still going strong. It's it's going. I can't yeah. believe it. Uh, internationally, though, we've got uh, Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant started releasing mm-hmm. international markets there, mm-hmm. so it's uh, got forty two million dollars worth of moviegoers to go see it in thirty four markets. And uh, it's uh, it's it, uh, Fox unleashed the Prometheus sequel to number ones in nineteen uh, markets ahead of the May nineteenth nineteenth domestic bow, and came out with the number two movie at the international box office. I want to pause. Sean yes. Bowman there said Jupiter is great. Thank you. I got one. <laughs> I got to pause just to just to get that. Yep. <laughs> to, like whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I got that validation. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh wait, Albert has Albert. Albert agreed with me. Eddie Redmayne should have lost the Oscar he had just gotten for that movie. Mm. Yeah, it was just yeah. Well, poor Eddie. He gave it his. He gave it the the college try for that. Uh, and Alvin uh, Wachowski's are doing amazing with Sense Eight. So if you guys aren't watching that show, it's so good. I yeah. also will go ahead and agree with Carrie. Sense Eight is fantastic. Oh my gosh! Go and see season it. two. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. <gasps> yes. Uh, just, and sorry, we're still talking about Beauty and the Beast one. Jody, I love the 1980s Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman and Linda Hamilton, and the makeup job they did on Ron was the Beast was fantastic. The CW remake of the show sucked. No, oh. that's true. But it ended up going yeah. for three or four seasons. Beauty and the Beast? Did it go four? Which one? The first episode? The, the CW version. Oh, I don't know. I think it actually got a fourth season. I know the, the old one. I have it on DVD. When was the last time I've, you watched an episode? Oh, a while ago, but I I bought it and so I could watch it. I think I have at least two seasons. You go back to that Beauty and the Beast, Ron Perlman. I have too much movies and shows to consume that it's really hard for me to go back and rewatch something because I'm like, there's so much more I need to see. So people are like quoting movies or referencing things. I'm like, I saw it once, maybe when it came out. I haven't had time. No, there's so much to see in so little time. Yep. Uh, so King Arthur Legend of the Sword debuted hmm. in some key markets overseas and extracted $29.1 million in its launch with number ones in 29 markets, the only major one being Russia. China went medieval mm. in the movie with just a $5 million start. Mm-hmm. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 got into its third weekend offshore, adding $52.2 million overseas. Mm-hmm. Now it has a worldwide total of $630.6 million. Nice. Look at that. Uh, it, it is going strong. There are no major wide releases uh, next week, although we'll see an expansion of Alien Covenant and King Arthur, and the Cannes Film Festival kicks off on Wednesday. Mm. So look at that. 
Uh, yes. And so, uh, uh, oh, S. Guy Patterson says, Dwayne Johnson or Alan Tudyk as the genie in the upcoming live action genie film. It would be interesting. I like both those options. Yeah. It could be interesting. Yeah. It would, uh, I, I think I like either of those more than Will Smith for sure. I, I do too. Yeah. I would, I would, I think if I had to choose, it, I think it'd be more interesting to see what Alan Tudyk would do with that. Cause I feel like seeing the rock in Moana or hearing the rock in Moana, I feel like, okay. He was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was good in that, but I feel like, all right. Uh, yeah, I feel like I I know what he would bring to it. I think I'd be curious oh. to see what Alan Tudyk would do with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I feel like I feel <laughs> like Dwayne Johnson me. can technically pull it off. I don't know if Excuse it would yeah. uh, be on the same caliber. Or I mean, I don't know if anyone could be on the same caliber, but I, if it's between Dwayne Johnson and Alan Tudyk, I think that Tudyk could do it better than yeah. Johnson can. Mm. And leave it to Tanya. There in the chat to uh, fact check fact check fact check on the CW beating the B show mm-hmm. four seasons. Good that. To know. I just felt that I felt that. Well, and then the f- but then uh, Jody also said four seasons for the nineteen eighties one. No, it, uh, four seasons in the eighties was only three. Oh, three. And then the last Maybe season, that's like wrong. Linda Hamilton like left the show halfway through, right? And they killed her character off. There you go. Things that have just stuck in my head throughout the years. Mm. There you go. <laughs> very, very useful information. And that brings us to today. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we've got uh, some, epi- some, some oh. films that are going to be up for your voting consideration for next week's or this week's box office bet, which is One Alien Covenant. Uh, looking, excited, looking forward to that. We have Diary of the Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, mm. and then Everything, Everything from Warner Brothers as well. That's a little, that's a little drama action. Mm. So uh, before we get into that, though, we always like to do a little box office rewind of an actor and take a look back at his top five films. Decided to go with the, one of the Alien Covenant stars, Danny McBride, who, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, I talked about a little last week, got a chance to see an early screening of it. Liked him in the movie. So I was, but I you didn't love the movie, right? The, the movie disappointed me. He was good in it. But okay. the, the movie was kind of, eh, I, mm-hmm. I, I did not, I was not as disappointed with it as I was by Prometheus. Prometheus disappointed me more. Mm, but gotcha. this one, uh, you know, less disappointment, but still some frustrations. So I thought, let's look back at, at Danny McBride's top uh, top five right. films now. His, his uh, top four are all uh, animated. So we're going to skip the, the animated ones. We're just going to go okay. with his top five live action ones. So coming in at number five for him was 30 Minutes or Less from Stoney back in 2011. No, 13.3. Uh, no, that was with uh, also with... Um, What's his name? Uh, now you see me, or uh, Lex Luthor? Uh, Andy Samberg? No, not Andy Samberg. Oh. <laughs> Andy Samberg? No. It's one uh, of those things where you're just having a name, and you're like, yes. nope, they're not connected. It, yep. uh, uh, oh gosh, what am I? What's his name? I, I just blanked on the guy's name. Look at me. This is terrible. I'm gonna. I know the chat will correct me in just a moment here for that. I was gonna say we should just wait. I should have yes. just waited. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Neil, Lex Luthor in Superman versus Batman. Played by Jesse Eisenberg. That was there it. There we go, yes. Jesse. Yeah, there we go. You're throwing months. me off with the A, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> uh, number four. <laughs> Thank for you, him, chat room. Land of the Lost. Yeah, Tanya, I see your thing. I'm sorry, I haven't from, posted that yet. Uh oh. From 2009, 18.8 million. That was another disappointing movie too. Uh, oh, it was. It was weird. I really liked the show. I remember watching the show on like reruns on TV. Yeah. I just, something, I don't remember why I didn't like the movie, but I just was like, eh. It was just an eh, which eh. was a shame. Yeah. Remember, I remember being excited for it, but, uh, oof. Yes, this album says the horrible casting of Justin Lindbergh. Oh. Uh, no, no, Jody, it's not after one. Uh, no, it's a, it's late for us, but, uh, yeah, I just haven't posted that yet. 
<laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think uh, Jesse was so horribly casted as much as he was so horribly directed mm, in that movie. Mm. I feel like him as an actor could have pulled it off, but someone just has to stop okay. Zack Schneider where he stands. <laughs> Are you going to be that man, Neil? We need you on that wall. They're going to have to chase me because <laughs> I can take it. Aww. Ooh. Uh, number three for Danny McBride. This is the end from 2013. $20.7 million. Uh, I remember I liked it, but I didn't. Once the weird stuff happens with Emma Watson, right? Yeah. Like once that plot point changes, I was like, oh, we just got weird. Why did we go that way? I was liking it until then. And then I was like, ah, and thank you, Hugh, by the way. Uh, but uh, and then the end with the crazy musical cameo, that helped. But I was like, I was liking this, and then it fizzled out for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was excited about it, but it did not live up to my expectations. I went mm-hmm. in with a lot. I was uh, holding my hopes high for this one. Because mm-hmm. I'd heard about the, this had been like in a development for a long time. Because like uh, with uh, Seth and... Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm blanking on his name too. Yeah, the script had been in development for a while, mm-hmm. and so then when it kind of expanded and kind of included James Franco, uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean it's great all the cameos they Jonah had Hill and, and everything. everything yeah. But the, yeah, just when the Emma Watson plot, and I don't. I mean it's been out for a while, guys, but still I didn't want to spoil what it is. But where they went with that, I was like, why? They just made it weird, and you're just like, okay, whatever. Uh, coming to number two, Pineapple Express, 2008, 23.2 million dollars. I did enjoy it. That's I didn't fun. love it, but it's fun. And uh, number one for Danny McBride, Tropic Thunder. I did like Tropic Thunder. There you go. That's a comedy that I did like. There you go. Uh, rewatchable for you? Or you're like Probably. Okay, so if it was on TV, would you stay, stay Oh, no, it? I don't do that either, though. <laughs> I mean, well, if I'm on vacation, that's about the only time I watch a movie on TV, like where it's just on. And then if you caught it, you would watch it. But otherwise... No, because TV edits stuff. Okay. I've even as a kid I was like nope they cut stuff out and they cut for time unless it's a channel like I never had those channels where get, they would leave it channel. true because I'm like no I'm gonna rent it I want to see everything gotcha yeah okay all right but okay. if you had pay channels like HBO and you were having to be strolling through and you caught Tropic Thunder on you'd stop and watch I might have something else new at home to watch anyway gotcha okay I've... I think rewatching stuff is mainly more like um, if I'm doing something else that's when i've rewatched stuff like i'll put it on because i already know it um sorry i was like uh jody says nathan lane should have been cast in the new lion king i hope to hope they get original actor who voiced uh scar to play scar interesting oh jeremy nathan Iron? lane was so good uh, if you get jeremy irons to uh voice scar again that would be interesting mm-hmm. uh so yeah like i don't understand the people i don't know about you guys in the chat and uh leave that as a comment below in a way too I don't understand. I have friends who do this where they will watch a movie that's new. They have not seen it at home, but they'll still be doing other stuff. And I'm like, no. Yeah, no, I got to watch it at least no. through, uh, through the first time. Yeah, time yeah that's a no-no. That's a big old, that's a big old fat no-no. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. And I've been that friend who I'm hanging out with you and like, oh, no, we, we'll pause so Until we can talk. Yeah, there you go. And then we're done? Okay, play. <laughs> Wait, you got something else? Hold on. Yeah. Like, no, I'm like, we're not talking over it unless absolutely no character is talking. I'm like, no. Yeah, we got to watch. Yes. Honor the honor, respect ah. the artists. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, but but like Deadpool, I remember I was just I have some big cable channels and I was slipping through. And oh, okay, Dead- I would maybe rewatch that one. Deadpool happened to be on, so I was like, oh, I'll just finish watching it from where where it was. Uh, I'd rewatch subtitled movies again because you might have probably missed something, hmm. or if I really liked it, yeah. So yeah. And uh, Tom Cruise was uh, that was he was good in Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed him in that. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you're bo- voting there in the box office bet, I've seen Die Wimpy Kid. I see, uh, hopefully, do we see any aliens? I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we have seen any alien covenant in there. Uh, mm. So, feel free to start throwing your votes there in the chat. I know Alvin's there. We'll kind of come to you, Alvin, to see what the totals are in a little bit. But we'll also do our top five first here. So, we've got Alien Covenant, Die of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, mm. and Everything, Everything in contention for next week's top five. Mm. Now, Alien Covenant coming in at 36,000, 36,000, 3,600 screens. Dear Lord, 36,000s. That would be ridiculous. Uh, Fox is really making sure they get number one. Die Every Wimpy Kid is in 2,900 screens, and Everything Everything is in over 2,800 screens. Uh, Legend says, depends on the movie, I've talked through Tarzan. But the music's so good. How would you talk over Phil Collins, man? Love that soundtrack. He is. That that is really good. I would... <gasps> Alvin said, "LOL, Tarzan was another average movie." I'm... No, it no. was so Man. good. That moment where he meets Jane and they're he, they're singing that song about them connecting. I want to know. Alvin uh, may I... be talking yes. about the remake. Oh, are you talking oh. about the, li- uh, the, uh, the live action that came out that was uh, Alexander Skarsgård oh, last summer? Unless you guys are talking about that, because I was like the Disney one. No, man, they're like the mo- like the song. There's oh, which one was it? I think it was the oh, the latest one. Okay, Alvin said the latest one. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, the song of like I'm not there or I'm, I'll be in your heart. Oh my gosh, I can hear that and I'll be like, it's so good. I'm crying. Well, they do play that song again in the Warner Brothers remake. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you guys were listening, I just glared over at him. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård uh, sings that to Samuel Jackson. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a touching moment. No? no? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll do our look back at the top five and see where Alien Covenant, mm-hmm. Diary of Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, and everything, everything fit into our top five. Neil, do you have any thoughts about how next week's top five may look? I do have some thoughts. I don't know if they're fully rounded out. I know that I want to keep... Guardians at number one, at mm-hmm. least for one more week. Mm-hmm. Um, probably have Alien at two, mm-hmm. and um, probably Wimpy Kid at three, just because, I don't know, maybe. I mean, because kids will go and see Guardians, but I, 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 I'm trying to think, like, um, it might. I think, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Diary Wimpy Kid at three for the childhood audience. And for those dads to take their kids and all their friends to the movies and then go and see Alien instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm trying to think. Now, I, I don't know about everything, everything. I, I, back to Legend's defense, Tarzan with Alexander. Uh, don't talk through Disney. Thank you. Good point. I like the first Diary of Wimpy Kid. I don't know how this next one. This next one looks all right. The uh, so for but for Alien though, does the idea that they change the name from Prometheus kind of get it more in line with the uh, the core franchise with an Alien? Sure. Uh, yeah. First, does that get you more like all right? Yeah, I really want to see this film. Me no, more. but other people. That okay? <laughs> Do you feel like just what happened in Prometheus has kind of turned you off in being really invested yes. in these Alien films? I'm. I was also so frustrated with that movie that I was like, no. 
It'd be interesting, like, if Prometheus did not exist, and this was, like, kind of like the first thing that really Scott had coming back into, would people be more excited? Yeah. So I was going to say, I love that all of you in the chat are coming to the, uh, Snyder's defense. <laughs> There's quite a few people going, whoa, stopping the hate. I know, right, guys? All right, uh, Ken Jack says, number one, Alien Covenant. Two, Guardians of the Galaxy. Really interesting. Guardians of the Galaxy. Three, Diary of a Kid. Four, Everything, Everything, and then Snatch. Interesting. Um. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. To round up my five, I think I'll go with the last two that Ken Jack brought up. Everything, everything, and snatched. Okay. So, but but my order would be Guardians, Alien, Diary, and then everything, everything, snatched to round it out. I don't know. There's there's a lot of factors going into this weekend. Yeah. I feel like we're just throwing darts blindfolded. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jody says everything. Everything wasn't a popular book. Like, I mean, not as popular as Fault or Twilight, and they changed the book from the movie, so fans won't like it. Interesting. Um, uh, and like Jim point out, yes, Hulu does have a bunch of Disney movies right now. Oh yeah, uh, check out Hunchback. It's been a long time since I've seen Hunchback. See that? Oh, I love that movie. The bells all no. That's like a, a more of a opera, operatic Disney. Musical, because yeah. it's very serious drama. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> yeah, I think Alien could be too. Um, oh, no, no, no. Alvin hating on Sucker Punch. That was such a good movie. What? No. Are you kidding me? That that movie infuriated me. That movie is oh, there are there are moments in there that are really cool visuals, but the story is garbage. No, I've rewatched it. I'm like, I love it. no, Carrie, no, oh, no. Sucker Punch is a is is a perfect example of a movie that is awesome, but is not at all good. Yeah, and that, by that I mean you can have it on mute at a party, and everyone will be totally transfixed. But the moment you turn the sound on and people can hear the dialogue oh, no. that's written, I liked it. It oh. just the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, Visually, it, loved it. And Still. like some of the concepts of the locations and the enemies and the fight sequences were, like I said, awesome. Yes. So that movie is not good. Like that, during the first fight sequence where she's fighting against like those giant, yeah. uh, I guess robots or whatever. Like yeah, I thought like watching that sequence, I was I got excited because I knew he was going to be directing mm-hmm. Superman. I was like, all right, this. If he's doing this with this, I can't imagine what he's going to do with Superman. This will be really cool. But then, as more of the plot starts going on, Hugh like, says, oh. "Agreed." Sucker Punch is a cool movie. Oh. I saw it with a few people, oh. but we were split when we saw it. Um, you know, so oh. I feel that it's it's a hit or miss movie. Uh, oh, and Three Hundred, I love Three Hundred. True, that was that, that was, was an so enjoyable good. movie. Now, see that one, I would actually argue is better than the graphic novel because the graphic novel is so thin that they added much more to yeah. it. Like his wife's character. Is barely in the graphic novel. It's like a little tiny thin book. Uh, it's like, honey, it's like, honey, I'm leaving. Kiss goodbye. That's yeah. it. So I was like, oh, I love that they build upon it. But yeah, anyways. Um, no, I really did like Sucker Punch, and I know other people did, but whatever. Oof, yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, pa- Patrick Glanville says, Snutter did the best comic book movie ever made, Watchmen. That's, oof. I did really like Watchmen, but I don't. I don't think it's the best comic book movie ever, movie ever made, uh, but yeah. I did like it a lot. Yeah. Hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. All right. Uh, so. so, Guardians of the Galaxy, Alien. 
I think Diary of Wimpy Kid could do well because it's another family one. So I'll put that at three, four. Let's keep Snatched. And then five, everything, everything. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go Guardians, Aliens, uh, Diary of Wimpy Kid, Snatched. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say King Arthur. I don't think as what as number five. I don't think five. King, I don't okay. think everything everything's gonna do well enough to get okay. in the top five. I think even yeah. Even but with I agree with the t- one through four that we've said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, bold move, Con. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we get to the part where we're gonna do our box office bet. Now, uh, let's see, Alvin. I will look to you to see if you have a little running total of everything that's happening Ooh, in there. I like this. Thanks, Hugh. I think the story of Sucker Punch went over people's heads. No, apparently, it just went no. over your heads, guys. <laughs> oh no way! Oh uh, boy, yeah. Uh, uh, Dawn yeah. of the Dead. I didn't try that too. I did too. like that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, so of course, as we're waiting, I'll explain mm. the other, uh, the box office bet. The way that works is that we're going to pick a movie chosen by you there in the oh, chat. There's to bet on. Here we go. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid wins. Ooh, boy. Well, we all said number three, yeah? Yeah, we, there we go. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mm. So uh, we're all going to take a bet on what we think the opening box office will be for that film. The w- person that's closest to the actual total will get bragging rights. They are the prognosticators amongst prognosticators. The mm. loser will have to go see the film and tell us all about it. Mm. So Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the long haul from Fox in 2,900 screens. We've all decided it would be coming uh, in at number three this weekend at the box office behind Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Alien Covenant. So so how low and how high do we think Alien Covenant is going to be is a question. Oh. Oh, I don't... You know, sometimes I get these random numbers in my head. I'm like, let's just go with that. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Let me type mine in. Neil, are you feeling good about yours, sir? No, but I think I have a number. <laughs> Me too. I'm the same. I'm like, <clears throat> uh, I will. Okay, here's what I'm gonna go with mine. All right. Uh, uh, Starter says 26 or 23. Okay. okay. All right. Well, mine's locked in, so I can't change that now. I right. can't, but I'm close. Oh, okay. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Carrie, what do you got? 25. I've got 19. Oh. Okay. Neil, I said 20. Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> you're in the middle. No, Neil's in the middle. Oh, he oh. said, wait, you said 20. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said 20. Mm. Oh, man. All right, just come come right into the Alien Covenant at 30, 15 yeah. for Diary of a Kid. Adelia said Diary of 18. Well, we're putting it at number three, so it's like, uh, but you know what? We've had plenty where, you know, they're real close, so it could That's be true. one of those that, like, you know, eh. Just stay anything 21 and under is great by me. That That's great. That's perfect. I love 24. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, looks like Neil's got an easy Ooh. weekend there. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this episode of Box mm-hmm. Office Breakdown. But the fun does not stop here. Mm-mm. It just gets started. You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Carrie, what should they do when they're on that YouTube channel? It's funny, you guys, if you're not watching and just <laughs> even listening, you don't know. I was like doing a thumbs up and like just mouthing the words, 
thumbs up on YouTube. <laughs> yes, give us a yes, thumbs up. Yes, thumbs up on YouTube and uh, comment down below on all the random stuff we talked about on this episode. Or, yeah, what are, uh, that's another good question. What are some of your favorite comedies, uh, any sort? I like yeah. sometimes where it's more of a blend, like it's an action comedy or a horror comedy. There's not many straight up comedies where I'm like, yeah. Yeah, or even uh, what's a film that uh, if you come across that on TV, oh, then yeah. you'll just stop and watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter where it's at in the course of mm-hmm. the running time of the film. Yeah. And, of course, uh, folks, thanks everybody for hopping in the chat. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. We couldn't do the show without you. So thanks so much for joining us yes, every yes. single week. We cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate your involvement. Aww. And if you want to continue the conversation with any of us after the show is over, Neil, where can they find you, sir? Y'all can find me on Twitter or anywhere at the Neil Plumley. That's T-H-E-N-E-I-L-P-L-U-M-L-E-Y. Please don't go to my YouTube channel. I'm embarrassed by it. That seems like uh, uh, oh, look at that! I think he's uh, trying to psych us out. I, I was gonna say I think that means people are gonna go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, guys, you can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And right after this, I have American Gods After Show, which is awesome. So if you guys aren't watching already, you should do, get on that. And uh, but that one will probably be switching time slots to before this show for later. So if some of you are like, "That's really late," don't worry. No, look at that thing. Yeah. Carrie Lane looks uh, looks out for you folks. She wants to I take do, care of you guys. I you know, I try. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have any show after this, so I guess I'll just head home. There you mm. go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks as always for joining Thank us here for you. Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you back here next Mwah. Sunday night. See ya. Bye, Delia. Reverse psychology. Thank you, Alvin. <laughs> my gosh, my brain is not functioning well. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.